Hello and welcome to I Don't Know The Podcast, episode 36, Britain's Most Haunted Village. The village of Pluckley in Kent is in the Guinness Book of World Records as the most haunted village in Great Britain. There are pub ghosts, highwayman ghosts, and most terrifying of all, the screaming woods. Those brave enough to enter the woods have told of hearing terrifying screams, footsteps following them, whispers in their ears. Others have seen shadows following them, and some others have entered the woods and disappeared, never to be seen again. Are these stories true? I don't know. Are people being killed by spectral forces in the woods? I don't know. Would I be brave enough to go into the screaming woods at night? Well, yes, because I did. So listen this week to find out what I don't know about Britain's most haunted village and the screaming woods in this Spooktober Spectacular. It's our wedding anniversary. Usually we celebrate by travelling to an exciting European city and get drunk there. But due to the current restrictions we couldn't. Instead, we'd arranged to travel to Wales and stay in Cardigan Castle and get drunk there. But then Wales banned us from travelling there also. So we did what anyone else would do in our situation and went to the most haunted village in Britain, Pluckley. Pluckley is in the county of Kent, the Garden of England. References to Pluckley go back as far as 1089. It's a very small village, but has 15 locations where there are regular hauntings. During our visit, we did experience some very strange things, and I don't just mean the poor quality of food in our local hotel. Luckily lays claim to a more dubious honour. Devil's Bush, Fright Corner and Screaming Woods. And I was walking down the road and this figure appeared in the main corner. Well, am I going nuts or what, you know? No. Really? It's just a... It's just a word. As well as being in the Guinness Book of Records, Pluckley has appeared on many TV shows. One of those shows was ITV's Strange But True in 1995. And it does give you a flavour 
of what Pluckley is all about. Every year, villages across the country are pitted against each other for any number of honours and awards. Which has the best pub, the best cricket team, which is the best kept village? In Kent, that's a title which could easily be shared by a number of contenders. Among them is Pluckley, the setting for the television series about life in idyllic rural England, The Darling Buds of May. That show is terrible. But as well as vying for the best kept village title, Pluckley lays claim to a more dubious honour. Ooh! Among Pluckley's local landmarks are Devil's Bush, Fright Corner and Screaming Woods. As the place names suggest, the village has its darker side. We also found a place called Lude Lane. Frightening shadowy figures and mournful apparitions are some of the strange sightings which have been reported over the years. And ghostly screams have been heard coming from the thick woodland that engulfs the village. If the stories are to be believed, this is the land of the undead. We did encounter some of the locals, and that may be a little harsh. There are 12 ghosts in Pluckley, plus one or two more that have uh, shown on the scene recently. Uh, for a place this size, that is quite phenomenal. As far as villagers go, this has got the most, undoubtedly the most haunted village in England. This quintessentially English hamlet has indeed earned the title of the country's most haunted village. But can there really be two white ladies, a red lady and a monk roaming through Blackley? These are questions that divide the village. From what I saw, I think all the ladies in Pluckley are white. Diversity is not really made it to Pluckley. Some dismissed the stories as pure fantasy and warned that they could turn the village into a tourist trap. But to others, the ghostly tales are chilling reality. I was coming back from Betherston with babysitting the grandchildren. It was quite it was past midnight. We got to Pluckley, or the poor Pluckley Pinnock, and we see this bright lights coming towards us. We could see it was a coach and uh, horses. We might as well just slowed down and uh, you know, we looked and looked again because we couldn't believe our eyes. I mean, we've been up and down the roads loads of times, never ever seen anything before. There was nobody on it, couldn't see anybody on it. And then it just disappeared into the night. I mean, I've heard of uh, Pluckley being haunted, but until we actually see that, I didn't really believe it until then. But I do believe that there are such things now. Personally, I find nothing far-fetched about the possibilities of a haunted haunting by a coaching horses here. This is the typical village, and it was on a main coaching route in the old days between Smarden and Charing. And I discovered the roads haven't changed since those olden days. They were barely wide enough for my Toyota RAV4 hybrid. But not only do they have ghostly coaches and horses, they have a spooky highwayman. And I was walking down the road and this figure appeared and ran the corner. And I thought, God, what's this? And I, I froze more or less for a minute. And it was a figure in a long black coat with a collar right up. Looked with that riding boots on. And it went across the road, through the edge. And, oh, I just ran. I just tore off indoors. When I got in, I had goose pimples as big as eggs on my arms. Well, I think I see the high women. I can do anything and nothing will frighten me. No one will frighten me. But that certainly did that night. And he got goose pimples as big as eggs? 
I have heard a story of the highwayman of Pluckney who fell out with his fellow rogues in the village and was driven out of the village towards Fright Corner where there was a tree standing. If I'm running from danger, I would not go to somewhere called Fright Corner. He was pinned to it, terrible scream, bloody blades, and so ended the life of that man. But he continued to live in the village as a ghost. It's not just the roads in Pluckley that are haunted, though. So are the pubs. When I first saw the blacksmith arms, as it was, it was all boarded up, no lights, very spooky, and we viewed it by candlelight. But I liked it. I thought, well, I'm sure I could make a go of it. I might have thought differently about a boarded up pub with no electricity in a remote village that people are too scared to visit, but what do I know about business? The old pub had originally been a forge, dating back to the 16th century. Well, it was a lunchtime, and Lynn is my assistant, and we were sitting in my kitchen. My daughter had been down, and she has one of these baby monitors, and it was plugged into the kitchen. Oh, no! What's that? And the transmitter was plugged in upstairs, and all of a sudden we, saw, we heard footsteps coming over it. I mean, it was very definite footsteps. Gloria looked at myself and I looked at her and I said, oh my God, somebody's broken in. So we both went upstairs and of course there was nothing there. I can't explain it because I really don't know what it was. Uh, it sounded like a person, but there was nobody up there. So it, it must have been something, but what it was, I can't say. We had a baby monitor when my daughter was born. Unfortunately, my mother once heard something terrible on it, but actually, but actually, I better not say any more. Another lady also had a fright in the Black Horse Inn. I went to bed early that night, and it must have been about ten I went to bed. I went to sleep, and I sort of woke up for no apparent reason, and I opened my eyes, and I just saw this figure at the bottom of my bed, like a shadow of a little boy about, I don't know, five or six, something like that. If it was a dream, there's no way I've ever had a dream that realistic. And it was just, definitely couldn't have been a dream. Even the dog has got her suspicions. She doesn't like going up the stairs. She gets very nervous. She barks, growls, all her coat and the back goes up. There's nothing there. And then also she, she would bark but something in the corner of the kitchen, near the ceiling. Bad dog. But why is Pluckley so haunted? The village of Pluckley is mentioned in the Doomsday Book and goes back long before that. It's steeped in history. The more superstitious might argue that Pluckley's entry in the Doomsday Book, on page 13, may have something to do with its unfortunate reputation. Hmm... That could just be the Triskia Decaphobia lobby pushing their anti-13 agenda on us. But let's get back to the scary stories. Taxi driver Raymond Breakspear picked up his most unusual fare in Pluckley. Well, after two o'clock in the morning, it's up, a couple of girls smash it, they come out the nightclub. Something in the head gone, drop them off. There's a nightclub in Kent? Coming back to Asher, coming back through Pluckley, that must have been 2.45, 3 o'clock in the morning. A guy sort of appeared from the side of the road, flagged me down. Well, that's a bonus. I mean, you don't get a problem, get a return fare at that time in the morning. Oh, 
right, right, that's all amazing. Uh, which way we go? If you got in the cab, where'd he go? If you didn't get in the cab, then... Well, am I going nuts or what, you know? It's hard to understand from that poorly edited sequence, but the guy that got in the back of the cab just disappeared. If the door had opened, I'd have heard it. The interior light would have come on. There's no way that someone could have physically opened the door and get out without me knowing. If you want an explanation, you've got to find one. I haven't got one. And he didn't even pay the minimum fare. Pluckley is so haunted, they even had the parish priest perform exorcisms. But the vicar that was around at the time of this documentary isn't having any of it. I think there were one or two uh, rumours perhaps before the war, but after the war, um, it seemed to take off then. And uh, I suspect it might have had something to do with the tourist trade. Well, I definitely see that I put it that way, I don't think. I see it. And I don't care who says I didn't, I did. Okay, I accept that. They have seen something, but what is it? Uh, and I think it's, uh, it's wrong just to jump to conclusions. Uh, I think one should have a more analytical approach to why, ha why you, you think you've seen something. And this is coming from a guy that wears a long dress on Sundays and gives messages from an invisible guy that lives in the sky? There are no ghosts in Pluckley. The only ghost that I believe exists here in Pluckley and in this church is the Holy Ghost. Oh, fuck off. It's a shame that he was given the last word in this documentary. But the tale of ghostly encounters in Pluckley continue to this day. And the biggest, scariest, most active place around Pluckley is the Daring Woods, otherwise known as the Screaming Woods. Here's a little background. Daring Woods has reportedly been the centre of paranormal activity for many years. On the morning of November 1st, 1948, the bodies of 20 local people were found in the forest. 11 of them were children. The bodies were piled on top of each other, forming a mound of human flesh. There was no obvious wounds on any of the bodies. Autopsies couldn't determine the cause of the deaths. The authorities ended the investigation, claiming the cause of death to be carbon monoxide poisoning. Then 50 years later, on the exact same date, in 1998, four college students walked into the forest and were never seen again. Their bodies were never found. It is said that the screams people hear in the woods are those of the missing people. So, I thought, I have to see this. And to prepare me for what I might experience, I looked up some YouTube videos. Unfortunately, they're all made by complete twats and were either completely unwatchable or extremely boring. So, it wasn't quite dark yet, and we decided to go to the Daring Arms, a pub near the Screaming Woods. It's a beautiful pub, but apparently it's also home to a poltergeist. I was going to ask about this, but the landlord was already eyeing us suspiciously. So I had a pint of daring ale, and my wife had a very good Malbec. Drinks imbibed, 
we drove to the wood. Now, because of some vandalism, the woods are closed to the public after dark. At least, that's the reason the locals give. So I left my wife in the car in case we had to make a quick getaway. And I went into the woods on my own. Okay, this is Pluckley Wood. Um, I was going to come in here with my wife, but apparently you're not supposed to come here at night. So she's with the car. I think I'd already explained that. There is a gate, but it was unlocked. This is the Screaming Woods. I think I just saw some other people there. Yep. Apparently, at night time, people hear the screams of people that have died or mysteriously disappeared in the wood here. The reason I sound out of breath is because it was very, very cold. It was also wet and muddy. And also, I'm over 50 now and I've really given up on myself. It's absolutely pitch black. It was unusually dark. The light from my large flashlight just disappeared. You can see that on the new I Don't Know The Podcast YouTube channel. People have also seen strange lights appear when they hear the screams. So, I don't know if you can see any of this. You can't, but as I said, if you look on the new I Don't Know The Podcast YouTube channel, you can also see how little I saw. I mean, it's no more spooky than any other wood. I can't hear anything. I can't see anything either. Any regular listener to the show will know how often woodlands appear in the podcast. And now I'm realising that I cannot understand the attraction of being in the woods. It's just trees. There appear to be some other people coming in. It is other people. What would people be doing in the dead of night in a haunted woodland? Are they ghosts? Are they lost doggers? Is it their wedding anniversary also? I decided to engage them in conversation. Hey there. Right, mate. Yeah. You all right? Yeah. Just walk through, that's all. I didn't realise it's. Uh, yeah, I'm just having a little walk around, seeing That's if fine, I can no, see we, anything. This is the first time we've been here, mate. Same, same here. <laughs> Oh, I, I actually do a podcast, so I'm doing a like a Halloween yeah, I, I, thing I, I for. Yeah, I think it's supposed to be shut at a certain time, don't it? 
Yeah, the, um, there's a sign at the front that says that um, you're not supposed to come here at night and the Kent police patrol the area. Oh. So I had to leave my wife with the car so in case they turned up. But... Something tells me the Kent Constabulary have too much time on their hands. So how far you I, I only went sort of like about five minutes into oh. it there. But I haven't heard or seen anything. <laughs> See ya. Well, I think they were the spookiest thing I've seen all night. They were a bit strange. And why did they just happen to be there for the first time when I was there? There's nothing going on here at all. It's just, uh, I don't know. I'm just going to head back to the car now. And that's, that's basically it. That's Pluckley Wood. Or, sorry, Daring Wood. Didn't see anything or hear anything. Although I did trip then. It's true. I did stumble a little, which is something I rarely do at home. Here we are, coming back to the car. Spooked you? Hey! It spooked you? No. Really? It's just a... It's just a wood. And that was it. After a whole 10 minutes in Daring Wood, I didn't hear any screaming, I didn't disappear, and I didn't end up in a mound of bodies. Maybe I'll return one day, when I've actually planned ahead and not just decided to go on a whim a few hours beforehand. Episode 36 Britain's Most Haunted Village The Epilogue so, what have we learnt this week? We learnt that the Vicar of Pluckley, despite devoting his life to an unseen and unheard entity, refuses to even consider the existence of ghosts. Uh, I think one should have a more analytical approach to why, why, why you, you think you've seen something. We learnt that there's a nightclub in Kent. Well, after two o'clock in the morning, a couple of girls smash it and come out of the nightclub. And we learnt that no matter where you are, you'll always run into some weirdos in the woods. This is the first time we've been here, mate. Pluckley is indeed a strange place. Upon our arrival in the village, as soon as we got out of the car, we were approached by a local and his barking Yorkshire Terrier. And he knew why we were there, because the first thing he said was, Here for the ghosts, are you? He went on to tell us that they used to get busloads of tourists in all the time, and another thing I learnt from this encounter was that I really should keep my recording device on at all times. But some strange things definitely did happen. First, both the Waze app on my iPhone 11 and the car sat-nav on my Toyota RAV4 Hybrid kept trying to make us go 20 miles out of our way. We had to resort to watching out for road signs to actually get to Pluckley in the first place. Once there... We explored the grounds of St Nicholas's Church, 
the church is said to have a ghost dog. And wouldn't you know it, while we were checking out the tombstones of the Daring family, a dog appeared out of nowhere. A brown and white spaniel. The dog hung around us for a while. He was friendly and solid. Not see-through at all, but it did seem strange. Also, when we were driving through the wooded area, my EMF meter was going crazy. But that could be down to the huge amount of electronics in the car. Also, while in the screaming woods, I was recording on two devices, my iPhone 11 and my reliable digital recorder. I checked both were running before we left the car. When I got home, I found the digital recorder showed a format error and had no sound at all. And, while my wife was alone in the car, there was a parked car opposite ours whose interior light kept going on and off. Now that could definitely be Doggers, but the car was empty. So that's weird. We also at one point saw a guy driving with the car hood up. So, there's definitely something going on in Pluckley, I'm not sure if it isn't just the locals. If you enjoy this podcast, then share it with your friends and let me know. Join the Facebook group and the Instagram, and you can email me at idontknowpod at outlook.com. Special thanks to our logo creator, Raymond Roel, of Project Raven Creative. See all his links in the show notes. Thank you for listening, and come back next week to find out what I don't know. Good morning, Mr. Jones. We've been waiting for you. Won't you come on in? We'd like to talk your progress and see how things have been.